Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first official episode of Refuel Your Fire. Uh, so some of you might have noticed a while back I changed the artwork of my podcast to Refuel Your Fire and the branding. Unfortunately, some of that hasn't come across onto Apple Podcasts. I'm working on it. I have no idea when that's going to be resolved. So it still has an old podcast uh, title. But what we're talking about on this show, on this new show that's broadcasted through my old podcast settings, is uh, we're talking about overcoming daily stress, overwhelm, and preventing burnout. Now, some of you might know that daily stress, especially in Australia and New Zealand, has become a huge issue. In fact, according to Gallup's most recent poll, which was uh, written up about in the state of the global workforce, 2023, Aussies and Kiwis have the second highest percentage of daily stress regionally of any region that was uh, surveyed. It's a little bit higher in women, so 51% of women and 44% of men say they experience daily stress. And also we're seeing it in the younger generation, so the millennials and Gen Z, 52% of people experiencing daily stress are under 40 and 42% are over 40. So still very high in our um, in Gen X and baby boomer age brackets as well. Um, I thought it would be good to maybe start off this first episode talking a little bit about um, what I've been up to because it's been a while and uh, I was listening to some of the last podcasts I did recently and uh, I was like, wow, a lot has changed. I think it's been just over a year since my last podcast episode, but I can still see that people are um, tuning in and listening. So I felt like it was worth sort of providing a uh, an update. So I've spent uh, the last year uh, becoming a personal trainer. So I started studying in October and I'm just coming to the end. I finished my pracs uh, a couple of weeks back and I've just got a couple more online things to do uh, to officially get my Cert 3 and Cert 4 in fitness, which is hugely hugely exciting. Uh, and that's been part of sort of this three-year journey I've had. It was sort of a bit of a happenstance situation where um, I didn't realize I was going to end up being where I am now three years ago. But when I look backwards, I'm like, oh, there was actually a pretty linear sort of progression to get here in a in a kind of strange way. So uh, a few years back, as uh, regular listeners of this show would know, I did uh, my um, graduate certificate in career development. And as I was doing that, you know, I was also kind of had my counseling stuff on the side that I was doing, but I still haven't really gotten through the counseling stuff and um, had all of this stuff in my life change as well. You know, so uh, I broke up with my ex, got a divorce, um, moved cities, met my current partner, uh, lots of things in my personal life changed. And also uh, this was during COVID. And I think for a lot of us, there was some big changes that happened around COVID. Um, So I was doing my career development course and then towards the end of that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I just want to go into career coaching. It doesn't quite feel like um, enough of what I want to get into. But I also started realizing there were some common uh, 
themes across what I was studying and actually what I was experiencing in my personal life as well. Sorry about the plane in the background. Hopefully that's not too loud. So what I noticed, and I've talked about this on the show before, is that uh, I kind of had a bit of a, it was sort of like a, for me, change happens in a in a weird way, and I'm sure some of you can relate to this, where I sort of have this, in the background, I've got all of this uh, sort of tension, you know, like something's not quite right, doesn't feel quite right, and I was definitely experiencing that during COVID. I don't know exactly what it is, but I also feel like I really don't know who I am, and I felt like I was sort of going through a bit of a second adolescence. And then, um, yeah, in 2021, I kind of had a bit of a, I guess, like overnight change. Like it happened quite quickly in the series of days, weeks, um, where I sort of realized a whole heap about myself and, and who I am. And, um, you know, one of the things we're going to be talking about in this series is, uh, the, the archetypes of the inner child. And some of the ways that we learn to adapt and cope when we're growing up in order to uh, receive love. And for me, I think a big thing that I struggled with throughout my 20s was this not really having a clear sense of self, a clear um, sense of who I was, what I liked, what my preferences were. And, uh, yeah, when I was a couple of years ago, when I was 31, um I just kind of had this overnight realization of who I was. Um, I realized that the things that I've been doing were very much, uh, determined by who I thought I needed to be. And, uh, despite being very conscious of the fact that we can be led astray by trying to live up to the expectations of others, um, I didn't realize I was doing that. So overnight kind of realized, ah, okay, I actually, I actually have arrived in my own life. I feel like I've shown up in my own life. And this Lauren, the the me, the real me, has a bunch of needs and a bunch of wants and a bunch of desires that are not being met in current life. This is, I didn't think through it rationally like that. These were feelings and random thoughts and things that were happening at the time. But to tell the story of it, I'm like, that's really what what was happening. You know, I turned up in my life and I was like, hey, like, I like these things and I want these things and I need these things. And so, uh, yeah, big upheaval. I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, moved back down to Sydney. I hadn't lived in Sydney for over five years. Got divorced. Um, you know, realized a lot about my sexuality and my gender. I realized not only that I was gay, but I was also non-binary. Um, and then that kind of set me off on a big journey. And about a year ago, I started to reflect on this. So that was like about a year after this happened. I started to reflect on, wow, like that transition in my life was, um, you know, gave me a lot. It gave me a sense of self. I no longer felt empty. I felt a lot less anxious. I felt Karma. I felt more grounded. And, um, I started to think about, well, that's, you know, that's really what I want to help people to be able to achieve. And so I started to think about it in terms of, uh, you know, people going through transitions, people going through identity 
crises. Uh, you know, I think out of COVID, we saw a lot of people start to go, who am I? What do I do? What, what do I contribute? What do I, uh, bring to the world? What can I offer? Um, and we also saw a hell of a lot of stress and burnout as well. So, um, you know, we saw in 2022, it was sort of predicted to be this year of, um, the great resignation. People started to change jobs. People started to change whether they were running a business, maybe they would start a job or if they were, were working in a job, maybe they were starting a business, you know, big sort of shifts. So I started thinking about, you know, how can I help in this transition space and how can I help people to access themselves during this time and feel more grounded, you know, based on the experiences that I went through, um, I kind of wanted to be able to support people who were going through a similar, a similar thing. And, you know, I think this is the funny thing about, and, you know, I used to, this show used to be about branding as well. (laughs) So when I was doing my, um, when I was working in branding, one thing I always struggled with myself was what my brand was. And I talked about on the show how you need to know who you are to be able to sort of um, have a brand that is authentic. So this last year has been really for me about finding out what that is. So I figured out who I was and then figuring out, okay, where do I actually want to go? What do I actually want to do? And go through my own sort of career transition myself. So I had the career uh, development practitioner qualification in my back pocket, but I knew there was something else that I needed to be able to do. And um, that's when I started kind of my own fitness journey as well. So I got back from America in September last year, went to America for a month and um, signed up to a gym, got a personal trainer and started that process. And at the time I was, um, you know, a bit, a bit overweight, um, definitely unfit and losing my fitness fast. And I, you know, just wanted to, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this, you know, uh, after, uh, I think it was after just a month of oh a month and a half yeah a month of a half and a half of doing that I realized oh wow like this has such a big impact on my own mental health you know like I'd been to the gym before and I had um I had tried a little bit of training with someone else but not really um full like gung-ho with it and I started thinking okay like I actually really think this is an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to uh overcoming stress, figuring out more about who we are and shifting our life in a direction that we want to take it in. So I started doing my PT course and now I'm nearly at the end of that little journey as well. So um, that has been amazing for me. I've learned so much and I've really started to connect the dots a lot more on um on my brand now. <laughs> Thanks to that. So here we are with refuel your fire. Um, instead of focusing solely on, you know, people who are going through transitions, whether it's becoming a, tra- a parent, whether it's becoming, uh, you know, tra- transitioning from one job to the other, whether it's figuring out more about, um, you know, sexual identity, orientation, gender identity. Um, I actually think, you know, kind of, um, to take a step back from it, I think that when we're 
when we've got an unclear sense of self, we're going to be seeing symptoms of stress and burnout quite a lot. And this is something we'll be talking about throughout the series. So I spent a bit of time thinking about this and then in, um, thankfully, very thankfully in, I think it was early this year, February, February, I was asked by Liquid Learning to do a talk on avoiding burnout later in the year, which I did. I delivered the talk last month and it was just so serendipitous because it got me sort of piecing together all these different concepts in a little bit of a different way. And I started looking at burnout in terms of it being like the tip of the iceberg, it being a symptom that we see in the workplace and we see the impacts of it in the workplace, but a symptom of something that lies at the very core and foundation of who we are. Um, And if you're interested in finding out more about this right now, I've already launched a um, a newsletter series about this. So in the newsletter series, I've done five posts so far on LinkedIn. It's called Refuel Your Fire. And I start taking uh, my audience through what burnout looks from this perspective. We're going to talk about one aspect of this today as well, and that is the self-care spectrum, which I'll get onto in a minute. Um, but if you're kind of keen to like dive into this topic straight away, if you're someone who has experienced burnout before, like me, I've experienced burnout a few times, or you resonate with some of the things that I was saying about figuring out more about who you are, um, I really highly encourage you to, uh, check out my newsletter. So you can go to laurencrest.com and you'll be able to see in, um, the menu, you'll see a link to my blog which will take you to the um, the Substack version of this newsletter, which I've just launched this week. If you want to get a little bit more ahead, um, head over to my LinkedIn profile. You can just look up Lauren Cress and you'll be able to see my newsletter uh, there. If you have any problems accessing that, I'll make sure that I put the links in the show description for today. So I started that. I launched that newsletter, like I said, on LinkedIn. I launched it uh five weeks ago and it kind of took off pretty quickly. So um, within the first day I had 400 subscribers and then now we're up to almost 700 subscribers Um, and I haven't promoted it. I've literally just written those five posts, one each week about this topic of burnout and trying to help people to navigate uh, burnout prevention and understand how they can reduce stress in their day-to-day life. So I can see there's a lot of need for this topic and it's really encouraging and validating because this has sort of been something that I've had in the back of my mind now sort of evolving over the period of a year um, and and actually honestly probably much, much longer than that. Um, so it's good to see that this is resonating with people and appears to be of value. Um, and I wanted to put this out there on my podcast as well, because I think that for some people, it's just a lot easier to put something in your ears than it is to read through an article. And especially when we're talking about things like stress and risk of burnout, uh, it can be really nice to be able to listen to something rather than have to read something. So for those of you who prefer to listen, um, we'll be working through some of these key topics as well in this series. I'm not going to make promises about how often I do this podcast just yet, 
um, because I've also made a promise to myself that in creating this content and delivering the services I'm delivering, I'm not going to get burnout myself because uh, that would just be too ironic. <laughs> um, so the newsletter is weekly, but we'll see how we go with the podcast. So without further ado, let's talk a little bit more about the self-care spectrum. And uh, you'll be able to see this if you go to laurencrest.com. Um, you'll be able to have a look at what the self-care spectrum looks like as well. Um, so I created the self-care spectrum tool as a way to help people quickly and easily self-identify their burnout risk. And to make this sort of easy to think about, I've used the analogy of a fire. So on one end of the spectrum, uh, we have complete burnout. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have, uh, we're thriving. On the complete burnout end of the spectrum, I like to think about this like uh, our fire is starving. This is before we get our fire extinguished and we're actually fully burnt out. Our fire is starving. This is when our physical, mental and emotional resources are really draining away fast and urgent intervention is required. Uh, On the other end of the spectrum, if your fire is blazing, we're highly attuned to our needs um, and we have an established self-care routine. We experience success and joy even in the difficult times. And obviously we all would like to be up there, right? (laughs) I'm going to make that assumption. But here's the thing. Burnout isn't an all or nothing thing. Burnout isn't either you have it or you don't. And our burnout risk often lies somewhere between these two extremes. So in the middle and where I think a lot of us are is we kind of have a burning fire. We're using quite a lot of energy to keep up with demands, but we are keeping up with demands. It's sort of like fuel in, fuel burnt next day, fuel in, fuel burnt next day. Um, We are getting by on what we can, um, but we're kind of not putting that much time into self-care. So it's like we have nothing in reserve. We don't have any fuel sitting next to our fire that we can throw in on a bad day. We're kind of just like in and out. And then as we start to move closer to burnout risk, our fire starts to suffocate. It's not completely starving yet, but it's starting to suffocate. And that means we're not keeping up with the demands anymore. We're using maladaptive habits to try to cope with what's going on in our lives. And that can actually accelerate the decline of our well-being and push us into burnout faster. And then where I kind of sit and where I'm trying to help people get to in terms of where they're at in their journey is around the refueling stage. So if you've got a blazing hot fire, this podcast, it might be nice to listen to, but it's not necessary. You've already, you're already there. You're already thriving. Uh, But if you've got a starving, suffocating or burning fire, the, the, the thing we really need to do is we need to start refueling. So when we're refueling, we're becoming aware of our own goals. We're starting to find strategies and sustainable habits in order to reach those goals that we've created. And we are starting to make more time for self-care. We're starting to build that bank of fuel to put into our fire. One, we're making our fire fire bigger, but we've also got fuel ready to go on the side for those days that are stressful and hard. 
The fact of the matter is when it comes to stress, the stressors are never going to go away. It's not about getting rid of things that could stress us. You know, it's not about going to a mountaintop and being able to escape the stress of daily life forever. That's nice for a holiday and it's definitely it can be a great tool for helping us to uh, get some respite. But ultimately, we need to be able to build the resilience and the passion and protect the the work-life balance we have or or build that work-life balance rather so that we can thrive. And that's the goal of what this podcast, what this newsletter, what my work is all about. So like I said, if you want to have a look at this self-care spectrum tool so you can sort of understand for yourself where you see it and see it visually, head over to laurencress.com. You'll see in uh, the navigation there's a, a link to the dial-in process and that will walk you through step-by-step what that self-care spectrum and other tools that I have uh, that we'll be talking through in the coming weeks are. Um, like I said at the beginning of this podcast or towards the beginning, it's, it has been – a bit of a rambling episode, but you know, that's always going to happen. I think when you're introducing a new topic, um, I'm just about to finish my PT course. So I will be also starting to talk a little bit more about the health aspect of this. Um, in our next episode, we're going to talk about the five key ingredients to having that blazing fire, five things that I learned successful leaders do by conducting more than 200 interviews with successful leaders and also um, from the research and work that has been done in fields of psychology, in career development and a bunch of other places as well. So we'll be delving into that next time and like I said, I'm not going to make a promise exactly for when that is coming out just yet. I'm going to see how I go. Um, In the meantime, I hope you're doing well. Uh, If you do need help, if you need support right now, um, you can reach out to Lifeline. If you have a look at, uh, if you Google Lifeline, you can also find their number to text them. So if you're kind of like, I don't really want to phone, do a phone con- uh, consult or no, a phone call. Um, I don't really want to call in, which I know that's a barrier for a lot of people. You can send a text message as well, which I think is awesome. Um, I wish you all the health and happiness until the next episode. And thank you for tuning in.